Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of And Another Thing with Dave. I want to thank all of our listeners from all over the world. Please do subscribe and share if you're not already. All right, let's get into it. Did I ever tell you the story where I went to jail uh, tripping on acid? Let's let's get this message real quick. People are like, there's no fucking way in hell. I mean, I think I said it at one point during that fucking five-hour weed versus alcohol thing. And uh, Soul was like, Dude, there's no fucking way. All right, let's, let's keep this here again. And let's get they it. do. Hey, I want to let you guys know that I'm enjoying the conversation and the stories you guys are sharing, man. Keep going. Keep plugging away, man. Hey, thank you so much for the love. Much love, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate um, you, Chris. Appreciate you, Chris. It means a lot. It means a lot to hear that. And I'm just being honest, man. I'm just telling stories. You know, I'm just, I've had a crazy life. Um, yeah. Sound, I mean, it almost sounds like multiple lives. <laughs> Mine well, feels like multiple lives. Like, I look back at other shit that's happened to me in my 20s and 30s and I'm like, I'm, I don't even recognize that guy, and it's me. Yeah. Dude, I, I think I've eaten through eight lives. I think I'm on my ninth, yeah. so I'm not fucking around anymore. I'm skating like I'm on thin ice, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've been lucky. I've been the... luckier than anybody I know. Anybody no, you I haven't, know. Dave. I've been luckier than no, ten people Dave. I know. Dave, luck doesn't exist, brother. Um, I described it I once as... Uh, I have guardian well, I want to touch on... I want to, yeah, I want to touch on the empath thing too, because, um, I always describe it as, uh, sometimes things happen directly to me in a way that, man, if this would have happened, if, if that car would have been going one mile an hour faster, it probably would have punctured your gas tank and exploded your car. If this would have happened, that would have happened. It happens all the time. And you're like, for you, I mean, people I don't know. I don't know. I I don't. I don't want to take the guardian angel thing, but I think it's exactly the same. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Same, bro. I don't want to. It's like it's like who the fuck? Who the fuck is watching my life and being like, oh no no, we got you. Oh no no, we got you. Oh no no, bro, we got you. Like so, soul contracts. I think we come here as a group, but you're the only actual physical one. Well, I don't know. I don't. That's the first I've ever heard about that, so I can't speak to that. But I want to hear more about it. But all well, I can I'm make the... sense of it as is, bro, that 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 my my heart is in the right place. I've tried to communicate with extraterrestrials. So the best thing I can think of is that there's some extraterrestrials watching out for my shit. Yeah, and it comes out. from the heart space. It's yeah, it's all from helping the heart space. Everyone. And you have a huge fucking heart. Um. I love, yeah, I love um, everybody, bro. I love people. so the impact I love, thing. I love a blade of grass, right? I love a I, blade of grass. I I would love right. I would. Have you ever done DMT? Not yet, bro. I would love to do it with I, you. I heard somebody. I heard somebody say that to me once, and, and the last person said that to. I actually interviewed him on Canvas Conundrum. He was a rapper friend of ours, and he kept begging to come on the show. I'm like, you have to bring me a story. I mean, I'm not just. A podcast you could come on and bullshit with me. This isn't going to be a phone call. We have to, you know, relay a message. He said, well, you know, DMT. I'm like, you're done. Let's do it. When can you do it? Are you available? We're in. And he said he came out of his trip. He came out of his trip and he was like, uh, 
all of a sudden, you know, I cared about every ant. I cared about every blade of grass. All my steps became more conscious. I cared about my Damn. mom. There you go. I fucking hate wow. my mom. I'm like crazy. But so anyway, I can um, so I can vouch for I, I can vouch you. for his experience because what gave me what what made me who I am right now today. And you just talked about it. You just hit on that. Is when I was 22 years old, I was like, "Who am I? Where do I fit into this fucking thing we call life? What the fuck am I? Why do I have these feelings and thoughts? And what are they?" And what am I supposed to do with my life, right? So I fucking went, sat on top of a mountain, ate a gram of mushrooms, sat on top of a mountain by myself, looking down at the entire Bay Area, the highest mountain in the Bay Area. So I'm looking at San Francisco, the ocean, can see all the way to the town where I grew up, a little fucking podunk redneck town, Novato. Mm -hmm. um, and I had this epiphany, bro. I looked down, and there's a blade of grass, and I'm like, Bro, I am you. You are me. There's the, I, yeah. there's nothing different between me and a fucking blade of grass except for my perception and my ego. Is ego the fucking worst? Um, but as an empath, I think you're able to get around that. Um, let me ask you a couple questions. Uh, question one. Um, Please. I'm going to describe a scenario that happened to me. Um, you're in a public place, be it a mall, a supermarket, uh, a lot of people around a concert who mm -hmm. fucking knows, but yeah. either a, all right. So a, you're having a really shitty day and out of nowhere, you just feel this joy and love and you don't know where it came from. I almost feel, I, I, I describe it as, well, I, I, I think I stole that from him, but usually it's the That's other serious. side. Like you're having a great day. You're having a great day and fucking. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're really mad, and you don't know why. Like, I have no reason to have this anger in me. Like, what the fuck is going on? Dude, I've had both experiences. That's, and, that's, and the same, that's an empath. Yeah. The same, the, same thing, the same thing with overwhelming sadness, like crying, sobbing. And you have no idea why. Moment. Yeah, and have no and idea why. Yeah. Spur of the moment. Chill one moment, sobbing like a fucking baby. Yeah, so like people think like, oh, you can feel things, you can think things like, you know, and I've always wanted to like, I've been fascinated, like my whole life, I've been wa I've wanted to be able to bend a spoon with my brain, right? Like, and I, I'm convinced I'll be able to do it one day. But so that's the kid I am, right? Like when I was 14, I saw a UFO. And the reason I think I saw it, and I saw the same one a year later. So I've seen the same, the same ship, bro, two times. Mm -hmm. um, Somebody told me that if you've seen the same shit, you've been abducted. And I wouldn't doubt that because I've always had this attitude of like, uh, of, you know, so I had a little bit of a stressful childhood. So there was part of that, like, hey, get me out of here. But then part I mean, of it was def just, def yeah, define abduction. I mean, I'd most, most of it was just curiosity, right? Like, like my father was a minister. So I remember going to these church up in Lake, up in Lake Tahoe. And, and, you know, we'd be singing Kumbaya, my lord, around a campfire. Literally, one wow. night, we're singing Kumbaya, my lord, around a campfire. And I look to the fucking, and we're at Camp Silver Lake on the backside of Kirkwood in Lake Tahoe. 7,000, three-foot elevation, seven, you know, 7,300-foot elevation, right? So you have a huge ear-to-ear -ear vista of 
the, the, the sky. My far left, I see this fucking ship and it's being chased by a fighter plane. You could hear the fighter plane. This thing's making not a sound. And it looked just like the other ship that I saw, kind of egg shaped, you know, like a landing capsule covered in lights, landing capsule, not making a sound. And this fighter plane's following it, following it, following it. And then the thing just goes, gone. Like literally from ear to ear, gone in less than you can snap your fingers. Like just gone, just gone. Damn. And I'm with 30 people singing Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Right, we were just getting ready to, to do. We were literally doing s'mores and fucking oh, so graham crackers. It wasn't just you; it was the whole group saw this. The whole fucking group. We were at the campfire cooking s'mores, bro. Oh wow! The whole church group. So, and trip on this. The time I saw the same ship before, tripping balls on acid. Just watched the movie Pink Floyd, The Wall, come out of this movie theater with a friend of mine. So I wasn't alone this time either. And there was a sober witness come out of the movie theater. This thing's hovering 50 feet above our head, bro. Me and my friend. Like, what the fuck? Totally silent, covered in lights, right above our heads. Like, what the fuck? We just saw Pink Floyd, The Wall. I'm tripping on acid. I'm thinking, there's no way in hell this is reality. I look at my buddy, and we're both just like, what? And then all of a sudden, dude, it's midnight, right? There's this 75-year-old lady watering her lawn. I'll never forget this. It was like it was yesterday. Watering her lawn. She's wearing a bathrobe, fuzzy slippers, and had her hair all in curlers, right? So she doesn't want you to see her. Right. She's hiding. She would never want you to see her. She goes, oh, my God. And she's looking straight up and pointing at what we're looking at. Then my friend and I look at each other like, holy shit. I thought we were just tripping balls. Now we're fucking freaked out. Right. (laughs) Right. Oh, hell no. That is real. (laughs) Because if she wasn't there, we would have just gone on about our night. Like, oh, we were tripping balls. We thought we saw a UFO. <laughs> that was but crazy, wasn't it? Oh, right? But here's this totally sober fucking old lady. Fuzzy slippers, dude. Fuzzy sl- I'll never forget. Fuzzy slippers watering her lawn at midnight. Like, who does that? Who does that? Well, I mean, it gets hot in the summer. You you got to do it at night when the sun's down. I, I can get do that. I don't know about room. midnight. I don't know about midnight, like, but well, yeah. Usually, seventy-five-year-old women are asleep at midnight. That was, that uh, yeah, was really way before weird. midnight. Well, she's retired. She ain't got to Hey, I ain't judging. I ain't judging, bro. Uh, Foxy's grandma will stay up till like, or Foxy's mom will stay up until like, uh, I don't know, two, three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, look at you. I mean, it was different yeah, for I'm us because it was still like I'm midnight for us. We, speaking of things, we do sorry. we do have these message. So then, Dave, you should be asking the question: Why the hell didn't you get me sooner? <laughs> I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> message. Why didn't? All right, I'm um, off. I was storing. You were what? 
Why didn't who get me sooner? I'm <coughs> I'm assuming I didn't hear people. I didn't understand the message. Why didn't you get me sooner? Like, you saying were talking about abduction. I'm sorry. She's saying that to the extraterrestrials, right? <coughs> you, yeah. You saying it to okay, the extraterrestrials. We got so May we go. the Poet. There we go. She was being me saying it. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I think this might be her clarifying. Well, see, I don't know. That might just be a stereotype because... My mom is in the 70s, and her, her sister's in, okay, my mom's almost 80, and her sister's in the 90s. And then women, they almost bring up the sun. They stay up until 2, 3 in the morning. And and usually they're either playing on their phone, doing some kind of crossword puzzle, or watching screensavers flip through their freaking TV. It is so funny. They're like, oh, we don't watch it very often, but yet... They can tell you the next scene, what's going to happen and when. They'll say, right about now. <laughs> it's like, this fucking ship's going to come in. This bear is you can float. tell me when the ship is going to come into the picture. I'm just saying. This, this, this group of seagulls is about to go this way right about now. I'm like, you know what I think that's awesome. That's, that's creepy. I think that's awesome. <laughs> we got made the post. Message. All Alright, I drove thing off. I was starting to fall asleep until you said feeling the anger and the joy. That's not what I consider an empath. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have been one. I'm 99.99% one. I've taken tests. I've proven it over and over again. <coughs> I can't be around loud noises because they bother me. I can't be in an elevator with more than one person. I can't be in loud crowds of groups of people because it overwhelms me. And this is all part of being an empath. It has nothing to do with being happy one minute and mad the next. Absolutely not. new. No. It is the perception of picking up on somebody's happiness and then somebody's anger at the same time and having some sort of feeling of it. And dealing with it in a way that it doesn't affect me, but it helps. Well, I would yeah. I would say that there's different degrees. I would I would say that I guess that I only get the extreme. People, right? yeah. I only get the extreme emotions when they're powerful enough that I can absorb it all. And right. I always and guess. I always look for that person. And I always look for that person and can't find them. Right? Like, like, if somebody's vibing super hard like that, you can't help but absorb it, right? Like, you're like, right. wow, I'm getting hit. I'm getting hit by a tsunami. Where, what is it? Where, where's it coming from, right? Like, that's what well, I happens feel like to it, me. I feel like it used to be different, but like cell phones and all the technology that exists, and people are almost zombies, you know? Um, no, fuck most, right? Yeah. Um, we're going to keep going. But it helps Dancing the other person. Start. That is an empath. <laughs> so again, you can look it up online. It's been a long time. I've been one since I was a kid. More than 35 years of it. I don't like being around people. I don't like being around loud noises. Firecrackers, breaking glass, any door slamming jostles my day. I can't be around large groups of people. I, I have to take people in when I meet them like two at a time because it's overwhelming for me. Um, so that is empathism. Um, 
Well, and it is a damn curse. Uh, I don't consider it a yeah. gift at all. I don't like it. Well, I no. wish I could shut it off. I wish I could remove yeah, it from I, my body, but I, that would kill me, and there is no way to get rid of it. I've so, never called him a gift. I am a true empath. I could tell miles away that about I people agree. that I don't even know how bad they're feeling, and it will affect me. That, that I agree with. It is not a gift. It's a curse. Like, I feel the pain of people who are being bombed in Iraq, Syria, Afghanistan, Palestine, uh, you know, Yemen, Somalia, uh, Venezuela, Colombia, on and on and on and on. I feel this pain. I feel this pain. So when I hear these people talk and tell their stories, it's like it's happening to me, right? There's no... There's no separation of like, oh, that's an interesting news story. It's like, no, it hits me like, oh, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I felt that when you were of, saying that. Of empathy. There's varying degrees of empathy, and I, and I love you, May, and, I, and I, I agree with what you're saying, and that's your experience. But I'm having my own experience over here, and mine, Fox, is having his own experience and 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 we should definitely not get into the game of like, well, you're not a true empath because I feel this. You know, we want to we want to be I, on the same team. I'm, I'm honestly glad. You know, <laughs> I don't know. That sounds. I don't. I don't know how to describe it. What is your experience, bro? Tell me that. Um, All I know is my experience, right? And so I'm not trying to tell you anything about you. Oh no, right? No, yeah. Um, my my experience has been just that. It's been um, mind blowing. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you could literally, and I always suspect that I'm able to steal whatever it was from them. Sometimes it's the good, sometimes it's the bad, but. Ooh, what do you mean when by that? Shoot by that energy field. out. I think. Well, I think that I can hold way more of it than they can, and I don't know when I when I get that anger, I seek it out. Like there's only so many people in this fucking store. How far does this shit reach? Can I find the pissed offness? And I I never can. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, Ooh, maybe I it's internalized. It. You know, like I love they shoot it out, and I grab it, and they feel better. So you're a seeker. So and, I, don't know what, and, I don't know what May would call at that. At the same time, like, okay, but so fine. Yeah. What I hear you saying is like, okay, fine, shoot your arrow at me. Right. I can take it. Ooh, but I'm going to try to find you now. Which, which direction did that arrow come from? Ooh, that's brilliant, dude. I never thought about it like that. I, 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 I look for proof of what I see the world to be, you know? I One day, like, you knew everything that you'd been taught, and then the next day you're like, how much of this shit is a lie? <laughs> and it just goes from there. You become a toddler. Um, let's get well, some of these right back. Right back to toddler. Yeah, most of it's a lie. Oh, shit. Right. What the fuck else isn't true? We got Foxy Lady. Yeah. Message! I was saying that, you know, you, you said that the aliens had your back. I'm like, why didn't they have your back sooner rather than let right. you get your ass beat and then have your back? Maybe he maybe he agreed to have his ass whooped because he had never felt that before. I don't know. Dude, I, I'm, I I'm think I need to weird... go through that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, personally, what I've learned from that is that you can't help everybody, 
you can't fight every battle. Right? And, I'm just and, Dave, and, man. <laughs> dude, for all, for all I know, Mind Fox, that guy had this beaten coming to him. So who who am I? Right? So let's just pull back the lens. Like, maybe this guy was a pedophile or something fucked up. And he had this beaten coming. And I stepped in and tried to stop it. That's that's fucking with karma. Yeah. Did you ever right? did you ever find any more information out about it? Well, okay, so I I told you I was gonna tell you this other part. So what happened is I went and filed a police report and the cops like, okay, five foot four, black hair, Asian. Yeah, good luck with that. And he told me, he's like, there's a band, there's a gang in the city, San Francisco, called the Cambodian Killers. And they wear Kansas City Royals hats. Oh, shit. And they're from, Cam- they're from Cambodia. And these kids grew up in our war in Vietnam. So they saw their parents <clears throat> step on a landmine and lose their life. Right? These, are, these kids are hardcore. There's a fuck ton of them in San Francisco smuggled there, not even documented, illegally. There's a huge gang, the Cambodian killers. Dude, they duct tape people. And rob their whole house and leave oh, them. Oh hell no! Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because the Asian community, check this out. The Asian community apparently doesn't trust banks, right? So this is what they do: they prey on their own community. They rob Asian houses. They'll pull up with a moving truck, duct tape the people. Pull up with guns and a moving truck, right? Put gun to your head, duct tape you to a chair, leave you duct taped to a chair in your own house. Then they'll load all your furniture into a moving truck. And the deal is with, with, with Asian families, they put their money, literally, they make an incision in the mattress and they stuff their money inside a mattress. They don't trust banks. So they, but they don't fuck with looking through the house. They just fucking load all the furniture into a fucking, into a moving truck. And then they'll, they'll look for the money later. Damn. But you might starve to death, duct taped to a chair in your own goddamn house. And this happened 20 times when I lived in San Francisco. So this was probably the gang that I was fucking with, is what the law officer told me. Now, now, now wrap your head around this. Ten years later, I'm growing weed. I'm going big, right? I got probably 700 plants in a basement in San Francisco. Like when I got busted, they, they shut down the whole block thought I was going to like blow up the whole city block because I, you know, but I had a contractor do it. The The juice was all, you know, the, the electrical was all legit done by a licensed contractor, right? He didn't mm-hmm. sign off on it because I paid him cash, but my bro did it. And I'd been there for six fucking years with no problem, right? So we're all good. Totally good. Running 24-7, six years, not a fucking hiccup. I get in a drunk driving accident. I oh, run. Sure. The cops, I go to my neighbor's house. I'm bleeding all over his floor. I like. I went through the windshield of my car. Should have been dead. Um, went to my neighbor's house. He's like, bro, you're bleeding all over my floor. Let's go to your house. Uh, and I was... You know, the reason I went to his house is because I couldn't go to my house, but I had a hardcore <laughs> concussion. So I was like, okay, let's go to my house. You know, five minutes later, the cops show up, you know, because they traced my license plate. Duh. So, yeah. 
and busted with 70, uh, 700, 700 budding plants, 500 clones, 350 in veg. Like, yeah. They were, Kamala Harris was trying to get me with three felonies, five misdemeanors. I'd never be able to vote again, probably would have never got out of jail, right? At least 15 to 20 years in jail for fucking oh, weed. On. No violence, no priors, right? Um, luckily, I, I get the right lawyer. I totally get off. Seven grand. I walk. Uh, but I'm in jail, dude. And I go, I go to brush my teeth one morning. And there's the guy that hit me in the head with the baseball bat. All of a sudden, it works for the fucking prison. All of a sudden, I'm in a movie, and I got my plastic toothbrush in my hand. I'm like, oh my god, I can go in the bathroom. I can fucking scrape this on the fucking wall or on the floor, sharpen it to a point, and stab him in the fucking neck, Joey Pesci, Joe Pesci style, right? Like fucking, ha 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 ha. Um, and I and I sharpened the thing, and I walked halfway to him, and then I'm like, oh fuck, if I do this. I'm going to be him. Then I'm going to be the guy that's in jail forever and is mopping the floors. Right. Crazy, dude. Like, out of a movie. Like, this whole thing presented itself. And, and then my, I don't even know what you call it, your soul, your spirit has to jump up and go, is this something we want to partake in? No, it's not. We're better than that. Whatever wow. he got his. Damn. Yeah, exactly. He's still fucking there. And guess what? I'm not. I'm fucking free. I am free, bro. <laughs> Let's take some of these messages. Let's do Incoming it. I'm sorry message. I was ranting. That's all good. May the poet, I am right there with you. I can be sitting in my back patio, chilling, having a good day. Someone walks down the street in the front of the house. All of a sudden, I'm pissed off. I'm like, where the hell is this anger coming from? I don't understand. I'm having a good day. Nothing happened. And then I walk around front, and I don't see nothing. But, I mean, apparently somebody went down the street because I could feel their emotions. Mm -hmm. I tell Desert Fox sometimes I can't do that story. It's just going to make me mad. It's it's not going to come off pretty. <laughs> I'm, I'm the same. I, I feel energies from places I can't grasp, I from people I don't understand. I mean, I mean maybe I do understand them because I feel the energy, but it's really, like you said, it's kind of a curse because especially now that I'm, like, hitting my hormonals, <laughs> my second puberty, I want to call it, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's way worse. It is way worse. Hey, Desert Fox, maybe it is a mix of everybody in the store, because I have problems with that. I don't complain about it, I don't talk about it, but I do have problems like that, and it's, you know, most people don't understand, and that's probably why I shut down, but yeah, that's, that's some real shit there. Do you, do you operate a retail establishment? I do not. I, I 
I'm not a huge. I I say I love people. I don't like to be around them. Yeah, well, same. I, I, exactly. I, I love people as long as I can bail at any moment. Right. But if I'm stuck with you, I hate people. I I have I know I'm an introvert. I don't need any Myers Briggs because that's pretty much the only thing that stays constant is the introvertedness. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny. I'm I'm both. I'm such a fucking contradiction. I'm such a contradiction, dude. I'm an extrovert. I'm an introvert. I'm an empath. And I'm an into it, but like, you know, half of the people in the, on the planet, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm like I can't be bothered. You're not, you're not vibrating on a high enough level yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. you haven't arrived yet. So maybe May's just still vulnerable to the low level energies. I, well, I think she's picking up on those more than we are. And, and 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 because I don't get that at all, I can tune that out so easy. Like I don't, it doesn't even affect me at all, at all. Um, the things that affect me are like major world problems, like what's going on in Israel right well, now. Well, I mean, when like, you when you come back from death like that, Dave, there's certain shit that just brushes off you. You're like that doesn't, just matter, doesn't anymore. matter anymore, right? Right? Yeah. Well, and not um, only that, bro, but have you ever tried, are you a fan of psychedelics? We were actually doing mushrooms last night talking about, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, times in our life where people tried to give us messages, like maybe on purpose or not, that, I don't know, for whatever reason we weren't ready to hear. Like, yeah. there, was hammer, a, there was a girl. Let, let's right. hammer through these messages, then let's come back to that idea. Okay. We got May the Poet. Okay, and I will mention this as well. You cannot be happy and then mad one minute. That's not empathism. <coughs> what is not it? Not at all. Empaths are oblivious to mood swings. They can't have mood swings like that. They are feeling others, people's emotions. So if I look at another thing. I call that a mood swing. And I pick something up. Either I'll say something or I won't until he wants to talk about it. Or I will feel what he is feeling, and I will take it in and absorb it and use it to my knowledge of understanding him better. Empaths do not have mood swings like that. They are not happy, and they are not sad in the same instant. That's more <laughs> That's more of another situation, okay? So, um, yeah, really, you're talking to one that's been doing it 35 years. And I'm much, pretty much a lone wolf because of it. Because I can't have emotions of my own. It's not allowed. Congratulations. I don't know. I think I, think I intuited what you were thinking, um, Mindfox, and I think we agree <laughs> on this. Let me see if I'm reading your thoughts correctly on this. That there's a number of ways. So, so, so I'm walking down the street. I feel a certain way, right? Because I'm just me. I'm just doing my thing. Just doing me. But then I pass a, I cross a path of somebody who's putting out this energy. I feel it. So my mood will then shift. Alter. Right? Because, to whatever. Because I've been altered. You're now in an altered state. Now somebody's fucking with your reality, right? Like you, for one minute, you're the, <coughs> the boy in the plastic bubble. You're just all good. Then somebody puts a hole in your bubble and injects their shit. 
right? Oh, fuck. Are we targeted individuals, Dave? Kind of I think so. <laughs> I think so. We got another message. Incoming message. It is very important to choose your battles and don't ever choose one that's going to wear you out because you have to be ready for the next one. That's very a true. great point. See, I can't um, process my own emotions for myself. That's the biggest curse about being an empath. I don't have time for myself. That's the really key point of it. Um, I haven't processed an operation that happened last year to myself. I'm not processing what's going on right now with my hip and my leg, except I know it hurts like a motherfucker. And I'm going to have to deal with that in some way. Like, like so what? And, okay, let's just get it over with kind of attitude. Um, I can't do anything for myself emotionally. Everybody else comes before me. Every person that walks by who looks like they're smiling, I could actually feel their emotional state. I'm not allowed to feel mine. I have to take in what they are feeling, process it, and try to tell them, you know, something to keep them going so they don't hurt themselves or something positive or calm them down in some way. I have no time for Mind Fox, I wanna hear your I wanna hear your take on that. I would like to think I can too. Um but I don't know, I keep coming back to the certain things that she can feel that we can't, like she does it on purpose. I I don't know, can we do it on purpose? I don't know. Well I've never been able to. It just happens. Well and in, exactly for me, feeling other people's feelings just happens. But what I'm also really good at is dwelling on my own feelings. Like, I can feel my own feelings ten times more than anybody else can feel their feelings, is what I feel like. Um, like, when I feel something, like, if I'm sad or depressed, like, I'm immobilized. Like, I can't fucking move, right? Um like most people don't feel that they're like, oh yeah, I'm a little bit sad. Then I went for a run and fucking a bit of a bit No, like I didn't leave my room <laughs> for four days, right? Right. Um. So I get what May is saying, but I think I, I think May, what you got to just let set in is there's varying degrees. Like we're all different, right? First of all, we're all different. We're all beautiful, and it's all good. Let's let's. That's where we start, right? There is no right. There is no wrong. Right. So, you know, you know, mind tell me about your experience, because your experience is clearly going to be different than mine because you're a different human being. Well, I think there was a certain point where I was activated. Like I said earlier. Um, Do you remember people, when that people, happened? Uh, it, it's been since I moved to Arizona. Um, I'd say, yeah, in the past eight years. Can you put it, can you put it to a three-day period? Can you pinpoint it? If you think about it. To a three-day period? Yeah. Um, Curious. You don't have to think, but just think on that, right? We don't, you don't have to answer now, but just like. Okay. Well, there was this girl, <clears throat> we were doing shrooms last night, and we were telling stories about people that probably had messages for us that we just fucking ignored. Well, right. And, That's what I'm talking uh, about. This this girl that I knew, like she was 
she was a server at the restaurant we all worked at, and we were all friends, and so she was, you know, always there. And every time she saw me, Dave, she would just giggle. Not, I mean, she had to be within a few feet of me. And, and you're she like, what is that? And, and she would start giggling. And well, like, she would tell that? me, she told Everything. me, she told me that uh, when I get close to you, I think it's my necklace, you know, your crown like starts going crazy. Like there's crown a final chakra. piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And I thought that she said, your aura just gets so beautiful when I get close to you. And I thought it was her being a perverted fucking crazy girl. Right, and, trying to fuck with you, and and you right. and you got a you got a partner. You're in a relationship. You're like, ooh, well, wait, no, where, the, you, where are you going with this? At the time, I'm not sure I was. I I don't think I had a partner. Oh, okay, but but oh, still, okay. I mean, she was just kind of weirded me the fuck out. Like, but 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 you know what I mean. That affects if you're open to that kind of experience. It affects how you interact, right? It, so that that yeah. It, yeah. it annoyed me, like, you you live in this other planet that I know nothing about, you know? Right, right, right. Um, and so I, I blew it off. But other people have said that to me. And, and after a while, you're like, what the fuck? And then uh, I w- worked at a, a warehouse, in, uh, and maybe it was this time. Because I worked at a warehouse in Indianapolis, and I would get every once in a while, we would get a new group of people and it was mine and another guy's job to show this new group what they were going to be doing. Yeah. We'd get to take two or three days with the group. Uh-huh. And I had this old fucking Japanese woman that I'm like, why is this woman even here? Like <laughs> she should be retired. She was old as shit. I don't know how old she was. I couldn't even tell you what her name was because I couldn't pronounce it. But as soon as she saw me, for the very first time, she, her eyes got all wide, and she said, uh, when is your birthday? I said, what? When is your birthday? I said, um, 1976. She said, in September, what right? Day? September 9th. <laughs> September, yeah, well, it didn't matter. She, she knew. She said, September, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I said, yeah, September 9th. And she said, 9-9? Nine, nine. She said, oh, you not... You're not only a dragon, like you're a strong dragon. I'm like, what's a dragon? That sounds cool. Yeah, it's, but it she she knew cool, it as soon it as sounds, she knew it. it sounds kind of evil. Like, is dragon good? She, I hope it's good. Well, <laughs> right? she, yeah, she knew it as soon as she saw me. She was like, no, you're very powerful. And That's I'm like, dope. what does that mean? She's like, Dude, one day you'll find dope. one day you'll find out. And I'm like, that is pretty dope. Like. You know what, bro? For for a long time, I thought that meant preacher. I, I my dad was a preacher too. I was a well, preacher's pre- kid for eighteen years. You're kidding me. So yeah, that's I mean, we're United Methodists. We we're barely Christian. So now I'm going 180 degrees, like whoop, 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 like total recall. Like because when I said my dad was a preacher, you're like, you're kidding me. So I just said you're kidding right. me, and it just took me full circle back to that moment. Because I, I was I was off on a tear, and I never stopped to ask you what you meant by you're kidding me. But now you just told me. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fucking mind blow, yep. right? We're fucking PKs, bro. Yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Which means we're hardcore. Like, right? I don't know about you, but I've, investi- I've investigated 
every religion because like you know i was i was raised with one shoved down my throat so i'm like well let me and let me learn about everything right um i my dad was an alcoholic um we we traveled to these different small towns in michigan because he was in the methodist church and it was almost like the army you do what you wanted what they told you we do like eight in one spot my dad was a control freak, completely sober, wow. and Presbyterian. Oh, and he shit. Was, he was also a marriage and family counselor. Uh, so, But so today my dad's a drug abuse counselor. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, dude. The parallels. <laughs> unfucking real. So my dad had a PhD in seminary, and he had a master's in counseling. And then he had like a BA and whatever the fuck. I don't I don't even know. But like way too educated, college football player, big old fucking dude, right? But but like he my point being, he had the as a psychologist, he had the chance to take LSD when it was legal. And and we get in an argument about this because I was selling acid in high school. <laughs> and here my dad had a chance. Because because once I took it, I'm like, oh, my God, the whole world. I, I was like Timothy Leary. I'm like, the whole world needs to take this. This will end all wars. We are all one. We just need people to know this. So yeah. and this is this is how we can do it. My dad had the opportunity to do it from a legal standpoint, and he chose not to because all of his knowledge was out of a book. And he absorbed the fear, dude, of that. So he thought when I, you know, like I remember one day telling him like, dad, like, no, nobody's ever jumped off a building thinking they can fly. I sell acid. I've taken it a hundred times and I stay away from windows because I know I'm really fucking high. (laughs) Right. It's the opposite. You don't you don't think you can fly. You're like, oh, fuck. I don't want to be that guy. I've never felt like I could fly. Fuck no. We got a lot of messages there. We got to catch up on these. Have I'm you sorry. taken acid, May the Poet? Let me. Incoming message. Let me, uh... Um, you know, time for myself and God, but I'd love a chance to sit and cry out the last 15 years of my life, but I have no time for it. I mean, Bullshit. yeah, there's something that'll spark it every once in a while, but I'll push it right back down again and focus on the next Make person time. that comes by me. Or I'll feel something, and right now, um, I'm feeling something for a coworker right now. Her dad's really sick, and every time she mentions her father's name, I feel chest pain. And he's in the hospital right now. I feel that it's something to do with his heart, and she's going out there to um, be there after or before his surgeries, whatever it is. And I told her she can't worry about it because she doesn't know for sure what's going on, and neither does her father. And I said, when you find out what the problem is, I told her things will be a lot more curable than you think. And I told her I have chest pain, so I think it's his heart. And I said, he might have a blocked artery. It might be it. Mind Fox, I just got a download, and I want you to I want you to chime in and let and let me know if you got the same download. May the poet is going through health health issues right now. I had no idea why, and I don't have any idea why, and I'm not trying to say I'm a doctor, but I just got a download. She just told us that she does not take care of herself, 
she will not take care of herself and she right. feels for all these other people before herself she's now going through some serious illnesses and looking at possible surgery and i'm thinking it's because she's absorbing all this energy from all these other people instead of just focus on yourself i don't i don't know how much truth i put behind it but i heard a guy talk very convincingly once about how certain people are the energy vampires mostly unconsciously and other people are just people like there's different groups and some people just you're right absorb the i I, and i do it sometimes so i don't know what makes i I do it different i got good i got good at spotting it right so i can spot i'm like kid rock i can spot an energy vampire from a mile away right i can smell a pig from a mile away right um i can spot that's what's for me, I think, yeah, like a, the human lie detector, like you can just tell. Fuck yeah. Before Fuck yeah. they even talk. My skin crawls, bro. My skin crawls. My body tells me, run away, run away, run away. And so, so May the Poet, I think, I think you got to cut some, some ties. I think you're hanging with some people that might be toxic to you. And but not even just that but like part of being an empath is if you just absorb all this shit that's going on for other people it'll overwhelm you yeah right? i mean you have to have find a way to ground and, and get rid of that energy you gotta Can't be able to ground to shake it hold off it as a burden yeah you, you gotta um, live to you live to fight another day and use it as a positive otherwise it's gonna kill you right yes sir yes sir we got these messages piling up. Ooh. Let me hit one. Maybe that's my problem with dealing with most people. Because I've always loved everybody till they give me a reason not to. And uh-huh. I always give people the benefit of the doubt, even if they don't deserve it. I'm uh-huh. that person, you know, because there's got to be some good in there somewhere. But I just is. can't. I mean. Vote for yourself. Dude, I'm right there with you. <laughs> People suck sometimes, and they suck the energy right out of you. They're called energy vampires, and they're freaking everywhere. Totally. And most people suck most of the time, right? Like, the the, the, the awakened few that we are that are talking right now, we're the minority, man, right? So, like, the shit we're, the shit we're even talking about would have us blasphemized by, like, 80% of the population. Like, you freaking... Space age hippie. Okay, whatever. All right, you're not there yet. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one, one day. And exactly one day. Dude, I freaking <laughs> love taking mushrooms. Omg, you have no idea. Healing spirit. Healing spirit. Well, see, I think that might be a stereotype, maybe because. I think it depends on the individual and how well they are able to um, direct their energies where they need to go and how well they can direct the energies they receive. I don't think every empath is the same. There's different levels of it, and some people are hardcore like it sounds like you are, and some people are just somewhere in the middle. And, And yeah, I do believe that. 
Absolutely. We are all unique individuals, right? Like we all have unique fingerprints, eyeballs, on and on and on and on. Hair patterns, right? So, so we're crazy unique beings. We can have a similar experience, but, but Mindfox, like even if you and I take the same amount, say we both take one gram of psilocybin, right? Mm -hmm. The same mushroom one gram of the same substance we're going to have a different experience a right. little bit a little bit different right well i mean we could be completely sober walking down the street right next to each other and having and a completely, have different completely experience. yeah yeah it has nothing to do with the psilocybin no but i'm saying but i'm saying even if our mind is aligned right like like uh-huh. like one minute we're we're like we're in Okay, so this, I didn't communicate correctly. So one minute, we're, <laughs> we're communicating telepathically and looking okay. at each other, looking at each other like, oh my God, bro, we just did that. But then the next minute, we're totally having a unique individual experience that has no correlation to what you're doing or what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Right? And then it, yeah. might, weave back, then it might weave back to like, we're, we're totally one, but... But it weaves like that, right? Like yeah, it's like roller coasters. Yeah, mind blow. And every once in a while, they sync up. Dude, I just got the vision of a helix, right? Because the Earth is spinning through space in a corkscrew pattern. (laughs) So maybe we sync up on a certain degree, but then whoop, we're back off, then back in, then back off, then back on, then back off, right? All right, thanks for tuning in to another episode and another thing with Dave. Please follow, subscribe, and share. I'm on all social media and another thing with Dave. And keep seeking the truth.